Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome to this week's episode of The Faithful Servant. Before I begin, I want to thank everyone for following each week. Uh, and please don't forget to share this with your family, your friends, and also give the podcast a five-star rating if you would, please. Now, I'm going to introduce you to a very special guest of mine uh, in a moment, but I want to start by talking about what my purpose is as a father. When it comes down to it, my greatest purpose as a father is to raise my children to know who Jesus is, is to be able to give them a real life example of how they are loved, like God loves me. And so that's, that's my purpose as a father, is to make sure that they are pointed in the right direction. Now, there are going to be a lot of people that come into their lives uh, that are going to invest into them. But my job is to make sure that they are pointed and guided down those paths. In Proverbs 23, 20, verse 24, it starts by saying this, the father of a righteous child has great joy. And as I introduce my guest, I want everyone out there to know that in this moment, I am filled with great joy because my guest is my oldest daughter, Jocelyn. So Jocelyn, welcome to your first ever podcast. Hi. <laughs> Awkward for you? Yes. Are you nervous? Very. Okay. Well, I want you to understand that this is just a conversation between you and I. Okay? Okay. All right. So first question, how old are you? 15. Where do you go to school? Elkhorn High. Is there an aspect about school that you truly enjoy? I like social time in the mornings. Descri okay. So um, <laughs> describe what social time in the mornings consists of. Walking around the hallway with my friends before school starts. Okay. It's the highlight of my day. And then what is the one question that I ask you when I pick you up? How's your day? Oh, what did you like most about your day? There you go. What's, so today, what was your favorite thing about school? Walking around in the hallway with my friends. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, this aspect of your friendship. Before we get into your friendship uh, with um, all of them, let's go back a couple years prior to when you gave your life over to Jesus. Describe yourself. What kind of person were you? I was very, very quiet and introverted. I only had like one main friend that really knew who I was. And I was just very insecure all of the time. I cared a lot what people think, thought about me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and now where you are in life, do you still have those issues? I'm still quiet, but I'm not like 
in the corner of the room anymore. I'm with the crowd. I'm just not like super loud. And I still have my moments where I'm insecure, but I'm pretty much content with who I am now. Mm-hmm. How many friends do you have now compared? I have more friends that know me and I can connect with them on a deeper level now. <laughs> okay. All right. So accepting Jesus as your savior, mm-hmm. do you remember that moment? Yes. Describe it. Um, I was at summer camp in Wisconsin. I gave my life over to him during small group, but I really felt it during worship. It was like the feeling of just peace in that nothing else really mattered. I was just fully focused on him. And then in small group, we got the opportunity to do it, and I did it. Do you remember mm-hmm. the what you did after you decided to follow Jesus? <laughs> I called you. <laughs> Describe that moment for you. I, I didn't, okay, after I did it, I didn't really feel too many emotions, and then I called my parents, and I was, like, bawling, because then it, like, hit me, like, oh, I did it. <laughs> and and uh, everyone out there, I, I, I remember this moment, and, and it, it is one moment I will always cherish. Um, I'm standing in line at Dairy Chef, and my phone goes off, um, starts ringing, from a number I have no clue who it is. And so I just ignored it. It called again. And I'm like, well, I better answer this. Um, this might be important um, because I knew Jocelyn was up in Wisconsin, you know. Uh, so I answered it. And this, this voice on the other end of the phone was kind of, you know, crying, but it was a cheerful cry. And so I, I'm telling this story from a father's perspective, and we'll get back into your perspective here in a second. And Jocelyn was on the other end, and she goes, guess what? I gave my life over to Jesus. I, I was literally standing in line at Dairy Chef bawling my eyes out. There's not a prouder moment for a father because like i go go back to what i said is you know where it says in proverbs the father of a righteous child has great joy it also says in proverbs 22 6 train up a child in the way he or she should go and when he is old he will not depart from it and you know so from a father's perspective, I was filled with joy that I met God's purpose as a father. So when you hear that, Jocelyn, what do you think? What do you feel inside you? What, when you hear your father talk about that, how does it make you feel? Makes me feel good. um... So when you think of that week, because that, the, committing your life to Jesus is just one aspect of that week. What were some of the other things that you did that week? Camp was like a lot of ups and downs. Like there was some really bad parts of it. I got in a fight with my friend. And so that was not amazing. 
but um but it was fun it was it was super fun experience we did a lot of different things what was the one thing that you were afraid of the high ropes course (laughs) what was it about the high ropes course being so high in the air (laughs) okay so you have a fear of heights yes okay yet you accomplished it Uh (laughs) why do you think you accomplished it because you could have quit right you could have easily said i don't want to do this right they would have been fine with that yeah so why'd you go through it because my friend was forcing me to do it because your friend was forcing you to do it yes (laughs) okay let's go into the aspect of your friends Jocelyn, here's another thing I'm going to just tell you about when I say I'm filled with joy. In my life, I've had the opportunity in my like direct in-person know of one person that I have brought to know who Jesus was. One person. How many have you had? Three. So when you think of those three, what was your purpose of introducing them to who Jesus was? I wanted them to feel how I feel every day, knowing knowing that I have a really good relationship with God and I can count on him for anything. I just wanted them to feel that too. Okay. And uh, was it hard? Yes and no. It was a little bit hard because it took a lot of time for some of them to keep coming. But no, because I didn't really have to do too much. I just invited them and God took over the rest. And what's your relationship with them like now? All of you guys have decided to follow Jesus. I can pretty much talk to them about anything, whether it be about God or anything else. Before, I couldn't talk to them about God. And so when I talk to them about him, it's just it. we connect it's a little bit deeper than just friends. So when you guys have hardships between you guys, is it easier to resolve conflict? knowing that God is there. Yeah. When you think of, because uh, your friends, uh, Heather, Bailey, and Kaylee, right? Mm -hmm. They've all been baptized now, correct? Yes. And you've been baptized as well. When you saw them being baptized, um, how excited were you for them? I was so excited. What was that moment like? I cried. (laughs) It was really, it was kind of, I don't want to say overwhelming, but it was a little bit like whoosh, like it just all came in at once. I was super excited and it just, I was just so happy for them that they could feel the way they do to do that. Okay. How has it changed your life specifically in your personal life? You know, you talked earlier about how prior to coming to know Jesus, you were very introvert, quiet. Then you talked about afterwards, you're now more involved in the class. 
you're not in the corner. You can talk into conversations that are deeper, right? How has it changed you though in an aspect of being a friend to them? I think I'm a better friend because of it, because having a relationship with God, I can empathize more with what they're going through. And even though I might not always know the words to say, I can kind of guide them to talk to God about it because I know he will pull through every time when I won't. So. so directing them in the direction of God. Yes. Okay. Now, when you think of being a follower of Christ in high school. Is that a challenge? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Why? There's always that fear of judgment when talking about God, just kind of in general. But in school, there's just, there's a mix of people who believe different things. And especially the people that don't believe in God, it, there's a fear of judgment from them. Because they're not even going to be open to it most of the time. They're not going to be open to listening. They're just going to shut you down. So when you are in the midst of that, because that's in any classroom, right? Yes. There's going to be someone, right? Mm -hmm. Are you a person that stands up or are you a person that stays quiet? I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to stay quiet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jocelyn, I, I, I will say this. Three years ago, two years ago, you were a shell of who you are today. And you have grown into a young lady that I think with time, you're not going to be silent moving forward. Um, I think God definitely has given you a voice that people will listen to. Um, so I challenge you and I would challenge any high schooler out there that I think struggles from time to time who, who stay silent to be the light to the world, to be the person who invites and keeps inviting and keeps inviting because you never know when God is going to intervene in that. But your relationship with God is to bring them to God. Your purpose is not to have them commit to God. Your purpose is to bring them to God. And you have done a heck of a job. And I, I go back and I, you know, the excitement that you shared when you saw your friends being baptized is exactly how Jesus feels of the work you've done. He's excited. And to all you high schoolers out there, he's excited about you guys. He loves each and every one of you. And the challenges that you do face in school from judgment, from not having confidence. Because Jocelyn, I, one other question I have for you is, you know, we, we've talked about your confidence, you and I, a little bit. Do you feel you're more confident today? Yes. Would you have come on this podcast a year ago? No way. <laughs> 
So you made an interesting comment about this aspect of confidence. And I want every high schooler to listen into this and even adults. One thing that you said to me earlier is that the more confident you've become, you what? Care less about what other people think. I'm going to have you repeat that one more time. With the more confidence that you have because of God, you care less about what other people think. So when you're walking the hallways out there and you're being who you are, who God made you to be, you don't have to worry about other people thinking or judging you. And you live with freedom. You live with joy. And I think if you decide to choose that path to follow Jesus, you're going to feel the same aspect, that same feeling that you don't care what other people think about you anymore. At the end of the day, you're going to have that freedom. You're going to have that joy. And most importantly, you're going to hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Thank you.